Welcome back to Fat Chats and Lash Naps. You're here with Chloe. And Katie, and today we are going to be chatting with Ave again. This is part three of three. We're narrowing down on uh, working for yourself and also having staff members. And we did get sent in a few questions as well on our Instagram at fatchats.podcast. So you can head over there if you want to ask any more questions because who knows, there might be a follow-up episode as well. Oh, there will be. <laughs> <laughs> We've got so much knowledge to delve into with Ave. So welcome back to the podcast. Thanks, ladies. Let's do it. So the first question we have for you is what is your team structure? So we know you have like warehouse assistant, social media manager, etc. So what is your sort of mm-hmm. layout? Well, um, from this year onwards, obviously stylists are not on the glam anymore. Mm-hmm. So they are renting a bed and it works really well. They're busy, they're happy. Um, I think they get a taste of how it is to run their own business. Mm-hmm. And as a team, we are came together and and obviously helped them to set everything up. So I feel like that side is sorted. Now, when it comes to Glam Lash Pro, um, I have beautiful Kaylee who's been with me for three years. Mm -hmm. She's home with the little one and it works really well for her. Mm -hmm. So she's the one who runs social media and does the graphic design. Um, I love her. Like she's just such a big part of Glam Lash Pro. So um, if you're messaging Glam, chances are you're messaging Kaylee. Yep, quite often <laughs> Kaylee's. Yeah. yeah. Most times Kaylee will be replying to you. Yeah. Um, because it is really hard to like manage so many accounts and, <laughs> and you know, <laughs> someone has to be in yeah. charge of that. And then um, I do have a part-time warehouse assistant who's helping me to pack the orders and do all the behind the scenes and warehouse work. Mm-hmm. And um, she's been with me close to one year now. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. 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 It's gone so fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, then how many girls are in the... Um, in a salon, we have um, four stylists. Yeah. Um, and we have now um, Brow Girl as well, yes. doing eyebrows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Such a sleigh. Your brows look great as well. You Thank recently you. got them topped up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank so you. gorgeous. That was with Br- Brie? Yeah, uh, Brie yeah. has been doing my brows. I also see one of my uh, students. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good to go and catch up. Yeah. Um, but they're both amazing. And I feel like there was a need for eyebrows in the salon, mm-hmm. lashes and brows. Just I think that's a really good together. addition. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. To go all in one place makes it so easy and convenient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then how did you originally go? Because you were, now that the girls are working for themselves, like you were saying, originally were they part of your like business structure as staff? Yes, so um, they were previous years. Um, when I first opened um, Glam, then I already had someone who was helping me a few days um, a week. Um, and then gradually we just started hiring. I was still actively on the floor and back to back doing absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. I look back at the time and I think <laughs> how crazy it was. But, you know, when you're at the really early stage in your career, you you will be wearing a lot of hats. Mm-hmm. You just can't afford it. So, um, yeah, so um, they... They were um, they were working on the glam, and yeah, from this year, then we made the change. Nice. How did you find originally? You were at the point where you were saying you were juggling many hats. How did you go originally to be like, "Yep, I need to hire someone"? And what was that position for? Mm-hmm. So, um, a lash tech, like example, Emma, a stylist, came on board as a um, admin. Oh. Receptionist, yep. She had, um, she was a lash tech who mm-hmm. just arrived to Australia. She came on board as uh, helping me with bookings and all of that. Um, there was me and Kat, one of the busiest stylists working there, and someone else. Um, she did that only for a few months, but because 
and we were just growing crazy mm. at the time, um, then there was need for another tech. So mm. then um, Emma jumped on the floor and started doing lashes. And then we needed to hire someone else. So mm. I found Kaylee. <laughs> Kaylee was literally thrown into the um, salon. I had no time to train her. <laughs> I was like, we were in a no- month of November. Oh, super busy. Everyone. So you like, just figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? And she did so yeah. well. So, you know, like she did Because so she well. has no background. No, nothing about lashes. She said, yesterday I saw her, she told me that um, she was dreaming about doing lashes. <laughs> like she woke up and she was like, oh my God, did I just do eyelashes in my dream? <laughs> and I bet you were sitting there going, don't, because I need you to be my social media manager. <laughs> I was like, do you ever see, would you ever see yourself doing like lashes or brows or beauty? It's like, yeah, you no. still want to be a hairdresser, <laughs> but yeah, she loves everything less yes. related. Like, yeah. so th- she's a, she's proof how fast you can actually learn mm-hmm. everything about lashes. Yeah, with no experience whatsoever. Mm-hmm. She would be the best girl to recommend adhesive if I'm not around. She would mm-hmm. just, although she's not lashing. Well, half the t- or for the longest time, I didn't realize that I wasn't talking to you <gasps> on the glam page. <laughs> like I've known for a while now, but. Like back then, I was like, "Oh, this is Ave." Mm. I think but people don't realize that it, it is just not possible. Yeah, mm. no, to- mm. like once you but say that, I'm like, "Oh, mm. yeah, that makes so much sense." But mm. no, she's she's a plethora of knowledge, <laughs> mm. especially for com- like not being from the industry. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, how do you go about renting any available beds to other artists? Do you advertise for that? Do you? Well, um, nobody wants to leave, so yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> obviously not right now. But <laughs> but um, usually, yeah, I would um, I would advertise. Yeah. I would just post on social media. We have quite a, obviously a big mm-hmm. following here, mm-hmm. um, so I would post that on social media. Probably will put add up um, mm-hmm. to maybe a marketplace. Yeah, you know, um, but usually I also have stylists reaching out. Yeah, do you have like a list of not requirements, but sort of like. Do you look for someone a bit more experienced? Well, um, I think I've just uh, I'm a handmade stylist, so for mm-hmm. a long time I was like, has to be a handmade girl. Yeah. Now I'm a bit more flexible about yeah. it, and thanks to Glam Lash Pro and mm-hmm. having the supplies and working and testing, and and I know what's possible yeah. to do with those lashes. So I'm yeah no I'm I'm open for anyone. Mm. Only thing is with really beginners, it's hard because they don't have the knowledge yeah. of running their business. Um, so I think the some type of knowledge and client place, mm-hmm. you know, clientele is required, yeah. but Glam already has a reputation. So I feel like, um, like example, T coming on board, um, she's my student too. So she's been with us close to a year again. Mm-hmm. Next year she will be jumping on the floor full time. And I'm quite sure that she will, she would be really, really mm. good at, you know, she brings something else to the table. Yeah. Um, so, and she uses these fans. Because she, she does quite different styles to the other girls doesn't she she does a lot more like wispy and glamorous sets yeah so that's what i like Mm because she's again targeting that totally different demographic Mm -hmm. yeah and that's what makes every single stylist like um different Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. and you definitely need that in that space so with you saying i remember in episode one you were talking about how you did work for someone Mm -hmm. originally in lashes or beauty what's your now you're being the business, you're the business, the go-to gal. What's your favorite thing about this business venture or your your job? I guess your overall favorite thing. I oh, there's not one thing. Me. Um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> ambassadors. <laughs> and, uh, do you know what a community? 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't just say one thing because I think I t- as soon as I walk into the salon, as as hectic as it is, um, but I just love, you know, talking with a stylist, mm-hmm. you know, being there, surrounded by them, you know, having last chats. Mm-hmm. Um, also, whenever we have a clients coming in, I genuinely love when someone comes in. Mm. Um, it breaks up my day and, you know, I care how they're going, what they're doing. Um, I want to give them advice, all of that. So there is not one thing. I, I think I love everything about lashing. And it's just, I can't believe it sounds like this, but it's just something that I really just enjoy doing that much mm. that I can't just separate it. Mm. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's funny how lashing... Such a little thing, actually, if you think about in it. the scheme of things, exactly. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's just so amazing. I love it. I love everything about. I think glam. I love products. I love academy side of it. Mm. I love teaching and helping other stylists, and I love seeing clients coming in um, to get their lashes done and walking out with beautiful lashes. <laughs> it's such a flex, isn't mm. it? When you're like, I did that. That was all me. Yeah, and leaving, <laughs> they leave happy, you know. Mm. Um, so that's the best. It's the reward. most rewarding part of it, mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. having people leave feeling ten times better than how mm-hmm. they felt when they walked in. Mm-hmm. And that makes me feel even better than they might maybe feel. You know, yeah. like you've you kind of accomplished something. You've yeah. done something right. You mm. just you've done your good deed for the day. <laughs> Yeah, God's work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not to put a dampener on the mood, but we did get sent in a question from someone um, through the Fat Chats podcast Instagram about. So we just talked about your favorite thing about being, you know, a business owner or having this business venture. What's been the most difficult part about owning a business with employees? Employees, mm. <laughs> I would say. Um, you know, um, I think I'm a bit. People pleaser mm-hmm. as well. Um, are we all? I don't know if I'm I'm the best leader. Mm-hmm. Probably I don't have that skill because um, oh, that's not my strongest skill because I want everyone to be my friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are all your friends. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess um, at the really early stage in um, in my career and when I opened the glam, it just um, setting boundaries and putting mm. my foot down. You know, I, I don't, don't know that word boundaries. Yeah, yeah I've never heard of it. That's new. <laughs> yeah, is that English? <laughs> yeah, but in a way, I think because I've been the way I am through me, um, I've managed to just build that trust, and I think that's why we all our stylists have been loyal for so mm. long. Mm-hmm. You know, they truly enjoy coming there. And like Gurley tells me all the time, it's like, oh my god, I've been here just over a year, but how much I've learned and grown mm. and and all of that. So, mm. you know, I love that. Um, so I wouldn't change anything. So the next question we had sent in was, do you find it challenging keeping up with the ever-changing social media trends? So hard. Obviously yourself and Kaylee, but... Yeah, but still so hard yeah. because so hard. I'm the one who has to make the decision, yeah. you know? <laughs> um, and the social media is just, it is crazy. I'm still trying to like it's figure out what type of content our clients really want to see. Mm. You know, do they want to see me lashing? Do they want to know how to use products, uh, tips and tricks? You know, all of the it's above. A day in the life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, um, do that's what I mean. I created a reel, and then I was like, oh, it's over like one minute long. Who can be bothered to see what I'm doing? You know, like it's. Mm. But then I'm like, well. There are people who, who want to see it, mm. you know? <laughs> yeah. Chloe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, post notifications <laughs> on. Like. But I'm not even going to go to TikTok and stuff because, mm-hmm. like, this requires a bigger business than we are. I still mm-hmm. com- consider Glam Lash Pro um, 
a small business. Yeah. There are days when we don't get any orders. Mm. You know, we are not big business. There are times when we only have maybe three orders too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like we are still at that growing stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just I'm not going to put too much pressure on myself because quite often I go home and I should be separating myself and then I just create reels for next two hours mm. until my husband comes home and we're like, oh, I haven't cooked anything, yeah. you know. <laughs> it's not really fair. Um, so um, next year I'm thinking to go a little bit more going with the flow mm-hmm. and just trusting my intuition mm. and just um, listening to the clients and what type of content they like to see. Mm-hmm. I think it also, um, with social media, is a very big thing. It's finding the difference between who you're posting for yeah. mm-hmm. and, and tailoring that to whether it be other lash techs or beauty professionals or to your clients is huge and oh. impacts greatly on you know you you see a great response rate from certain reels and you need you need to look at that and mm-hmm. be like why did that reel become so successful obviously trending audios and stuff like that can can go a long way but or hashtags or you know it might be something people are searching for but tailoring your content because I know that for for me, I have to make sure that I I like I find it interesting to cater for both. Mm-hmm. So for me to enjoy my Instagram, I just do both. And sure, it might not be my best business choice, but it's what I want. It's the content that I want to create and I put out there. And I know that, like you said, people will re- resonate with it if it responds to them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really hard to draw that line, though. I think as well to especially um, as a small business. Mm-hmm. And uh, like hashtags and all of that too, you know, like there's, if you're a lash tech offering services, there's no point to use a ha- hashtag lash tech. Mm-hmm. You know, like <laughs> you need to target your area yeah. and where your clients go. Mm-hmm. What do they do every day? You know, where your ideal client goes and what how her everyday d- looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, yeah, it depends, I guess. But yeah, you need to really get the clarity mm-hmm. of what, what type of client you attract mm-hmm. and who is that client you, you want to come into your business and it's no point to really attract another lash tech. Mm. So, um, yeah, but uh, what I've uh, figured out is on the Glam Lash Pro recently, the most trending reels are like situation that stylists can resonate. Yes. Mm. You know, like, like funny in. stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's what I would love to create more. Mm. Um, See, that's sort of the road I'm wanting to go down next year is a lot more of like the lash tech mm-hmm. attraction because I do eventually want to get into like training and stuff like that so I'm more wanting to like I don't need more clients yep. for extensions mm. so like when I'm posting my work I'm posting the mapping and mm-hmm. like what products I'm using because I want I also want to attract other artists that are mm-hmm. like oh I wonder what she's using rather than attracting the client that's going to go I want to get that sure mm-hmm. absolutely yeah I agree and it's really hard I think for anyone running a bu- any business on social media because you get so in your head about like what do they want to see yeah like we don't see it from other people's perspective whereas if I was to look at your Instagram or Katie's Instagram I could be like oh yeah that's really good like people might want to see more of xyz but looking at your own it's like your, your judgment's really clouded 100 oh my gosh um kaylee recommended me to have a lash makeup page so, mm. and i felt also the need because ever since i bought po- if i posted a photo of my work on the glam everyone wanted to book in with me yes. i was like oh I can't totally yeah, possible right so i've been just kind of throwing all the things mm-hmm. into that lash makeup page right yeah. without having any system because yeah it's just kind of like where you're saving everything. But yeah. like I, I'm going to take more action and control over that mm-hmm. profile next year because who am I really targeting? Mm-hmm. I'm not just posting, you know, I'm now stepping into that education world mm-hmm. a little bit more and that will be my full-time job. So 
Having a structure is so important. And we did have another question that was sent in about one of the best moments in your career, which I think is such a special question. Um, So for working for yourself, anything along, you know, the last 16 years that you've – what's the biggest standout for Mm. you? Well, I think what fulfilled me and gave me like so much excitement was when I placed on my first ever last competition. Mm. And I, I didn't actually place, I came fourth. And that was, like, Pixie organized it years and mm. years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, it was um, Disney themed last competition. And I just started getting ideas straight away. Yeah, I created two entries. One was Unicorn and one was Bambi. Oh. Because I was just like, I wanted Bambi to use with the Bambi glitter. eyes. Oh. Please. <laughs> So beautiful. <laughs> it was so beautiful. My sister was my model and I used brown lashes. I used gold oh, diamonds. <laughs> like Chloe's getting goosebumps. <laughs> and I just created it at home. There was like me just taking photos on my phone, you mm. know. It, and and I think I'd, I didn't go to that like, competition with high expectations. I was like, I was just more excited to create that set. Mm-hmm. But when I found out that I, I was forced... Obviously, it's a bit of sweet because yeah, <laughs> didn't place. <laughs> but uh, that gave me like I still remember how I felt when mm-hmm. I found that out. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so close. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. What? Oh my gosh! Like, I, how I did you find out you were fourth though? Um, because they, I think they had like it was so long time ago. I can't really remember, but um, I think Pixie posted um, ten. Oh, the, the top most, ten. Yeah, oh, I think yeah. so. Um, so that's how I found out. Yeah. Oh, that's really special was, that they did it that. It was published in um, Ruthie Bell's like magazine. Oh, you know, wow. it was just so beautiful. I think that's I, amazing. I got the recognition. I think oh. I was like, oh my god, it's me. You know, mm. yeah. I'm a girl from Estonia doing lashes, and I was home based mm. in Carlisle. You know, yeah. <gasps> You're in Carlisle. Yeah, oh, I was she in said Carlisle. local. <laughs> yeah, I've always been around there. Rivervale, Carlisle, yep. now East Perth. That's my hood. <laughs> yeah, it's a good area. It is a good area, and so many. It's so funny about to totally segue about working for yourself. Um, with there's so many lash techs in in that area. Mm-hmm. There's so many, and people have this like oversaturated mindset. Please don't think so. Mm-hmm. People will come to you for you. Start the business if you've thought about starting a lash business. Start. Mm-hmm. Start yesterday. Start the best mm-hmm. day to start is today. Just interrupting today's episode to let you know about this season's sponsor, Glam Lash Pro here in Perth. We've been lucky enough for Glam to give us a discount code here for podcast listeners. You can use code Fat Chats at check out for a cheeky little discount. So that's Fat Chats, F-A-T-C-H-A-T-S for a cheeky little discount at checkout. We've got some amazing products from there that we are absolutely obsessed with and have never stopped using, um, like their Easy Fanning Lashes. Chloe and I are both obsessed with and there's just no other choice on the market for Easy Fanning. Um, And they've got some amazing other products. So make sure you head to their website to check them out. Thanks, Glam. Thanks, Glam. So not to put a dampener on the mood because you've obviously just talked about one of the most um, transformative things in your lash career, but someone did ask about when you're, say, for example, not um, seeing yourself succeed or progressing through this, when do you think is a good time to sort of, you know, stop where you are and go, you know what, it just isn't working for me, which is no shame in mm-hmm. because it's. I think it's a, a lot of people have that pride attached to it as well. Do you have any advice for people who are sort of hitting that wall? Depending on your level and how long you've already been in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've already been in the industry and you feel like you're not gaining new clients, um, 
you need to do something different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You need to have a different approach. Upskilling is always one of the things I recommend because you just walk out with so much knowledge. Mm. Um, and then just uh, looking into social media and maybe taking social media course, you know, um, ser- for service-based business. Um, if you are a beginner, it's the hardest, obviously. Yeah. You, you just don't know. Uh, first six months always goes into <laughs> just mastering you know getting to know if this is for you this and that just really just testing and trialing um Mm. you need to give this a good go Mm -hmm. and you need to invest your time and hours into this um lashing is a skill that requires practice and the best way you get better is with practice Mm -hmm. so you can't expect people just find you you Mm -hmm. need to do something for that um so they should usually in my upskill course I give them like a checklist mm-hmm. right what I feel like you should definitely have like how's your social media looking like how often you're posting like what could you improve in your um, everyday lashing what mm-hmm. sets are you offering if you tick all these boxes and you keep going and you tried this a year or so and you're really just not seeing yourself working um, as a lash tech then perhaps then and another thing I really highly recommend is not everyone is meant to run their own businesses mm-hmm. obviously we, that would be the ideal and the end goal but don't expect to <laughs> get the jackpot straight away <laughs> no. yeah like um, perhaps working in a salon mm. and I feel like this is in this industry is like everyone's like I want to work for myself but how about just getting that knowledge in the salon mm. and just especially if you have no previous beauty experience. Um, it has helped me back in the days. Um, even when I moved to Australia, I look back in that little time that I worked in the salon, how beneficial it was in terms of my my, my personal growth. Um, and working for someone else is just so much easier than, than running your own business. because And then you have time to learn. So I would highly recommend that. And give it a good year. Mm-hmm. And really just try improving your lashing and, and the overall experience. Mm-hmm. And the last question that we have been sent is along similar sort of lines, but more positive. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Yay. Um, they've asked, when do you think is the best time to go from lashing part-time to full-time? Do you think there's like a certain number of clients or... I don't know, just a point that you reach where you have this epiphany or... <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, um, it, first of all, you have to cl- get clear how many clients you want to do per week, mm-hmm. per day, per week and so on. But if you feel like people are reaching out but you don't have availability, mm. you know... You're constantly turning people away. Exactly. Um, then, you know, start looking into it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest with you, but if you if you work part-time doing lashes and when working somewhere else... Um, you're already busy lash tech. Yeah. It's not going to go wrong. Mm-hmm. It can only get better. Yep. <laughs> so you need to free up some time in your days and in your weeks so you could do lashing more mm-hmm. and lashes and, and, and not send clients away. Mm-hmm. You're basically just, you know. Giving them to other people. Yeah. yeah. And that's potential income. Mm-hmm. You know, it is an income. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you, Chloe, share your experience because you actually, <laughs> uh, you were pretty scared too when you decided yeah, to. Yeah, I was in your DMs about it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know, like I was working a full-time job and lashing part-time, which doesn't math, mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> it did. <laughs> um, but I just came to sort of like a crossroads where I was hating the job I was in full-time. Mm-hmm. So for m- me in my position, it was kind of a no-brainer. But 
I know for a lot of people, they're not always going to be hating the job that they're in to the point where they're like, I need to get out of here. Mm-hmm. So it's more just picking what you enjoy more, I think. Like for, for myself, it was either quit the job I'm in and get another full-time job and still lash part-time or just commit to the bit and lash. Send it. Full-time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it is it's terrifying because especially like you do all the math about – how many clients you want to do per week and all that sort of stuff, but you never really know until you do it. Yeah, and you do you have to remain positive and mm-hmm. believe it's going to happen yeah. and take the small steps, not just yeah. quit your job and we'll be like, now I'm manifesting that I'm going to be full yeah. book next week. Like, it's not going to work. For me, it was a very, I think, different scenario to what most people would go through. My, like mine was very... I don't want to say spontaneous because I'd been thinking about it for a while, but the actual timeline of how it happened was mm. only two, three weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas I think for the average person, it should be like a planned, a big <laughs> planned build up, not you're on a um, week off of work because your brother has COVID and you've just decided you don't want to go back. <laughs> um yeah, I think there needs to be a lot of planning going into it and also figuring out what days you want to work, what hours mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. I just kind of went, everyone else is working Tuesday to Saturday. Mm-hmm. I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And it, it did work. Like I'm lucky in the sense that it did all sort of pan out. Mm-hmm. Same like we were talking in one of the other, other episodes about how I took on Katie's clients um, when she had a break and all that sort mm-hmm. of stuff. So that really helped me out because it filled my books and got me – a little bit more income to then like mm. be on the ground running kind of thing but yeah I don't know but how, how long it took you to get uh, busy busy uh again I think I was just in a very like privileged position of being one of the only people out in my sort of area so I think I got busy quite quick because there wasn't many people around me doing mm-hmm. the same thing mm-hmm. so I think like there's so many factors that go into it but timing wise I feel like like you said knowing that you have enough Mm -hmm. clients to sort of cover all your overheads Mm -hmm. is the best time and you only get busier realistically you do like like you you never think you're gonna be fully booked but like you will be myself and Katie are both at the point now where we can't take new Mm -hmm. extensions clients like we can take lash lifts and brows and all that sort of stuff but we physically don't have enough time in the day to take people and those clients have to go somewhere else yeah and that's and now we're at the point where we physically can't make more time for other people so Mm. we have to turn them away but like why turn them away when you can put Mm -hmm. more time into your business Mm -hmm. and also um i only recently told that to someone who walked into the store um she was also like um you know i do this part-time and i'm really scared Mm. (laughs) to quit my job and this Mm. and that and 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 she's like oh there's so many stylists in my area like don't think about that no think about what have a look what they are not doing what you could potentially Mm do how you can stand out Mm -hmm. um you know offer trending sets offer lash lifts and then also if there are a lot of stylists and they they busy or whatever you know like you want to make sure that you your work will be noticed Mm -hmm. you know will be the the best in that area so that's where you should be aiming um you will build up that client yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think no matter how saturated or not saturated your area is, you're going to get clients no matter what because there's so many clients out yep. there. And there's still clients out there that can't get in 
yeah. to get their lashes oh, done, period. Absolutely. So, yeah. like, it's still – there's more demand than what we can physically supply mm-hmm. yeah. all these clients. I would say that just trust your gut instinct and mm. if lashing is something you really enjoy doing and you see yourself doing full-time, mm-hmm. then you just have to take the risk. Yeah. You will – and it will – like, every single lash tech would would definitely say that it's going to be the best thing you've done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd, yeah, I can't think of a single person that would say otherwise, mm-hmm. to be honest. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I won't sugarcoat the fact that it is scary. Mm. Oh, and 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's terrifying. It's unknown. And <laughs> it's still scary. Yeah. <laughs> but that's where you lean on your community mm. and you, you know, you talk to people who have been through it or yep. who can empathise. Because mm-hmm. I know that when I talk to, you know, my best friend's a nurse or, and mm. my other best friend's a marketing person and they work full-time mm-hmm. and, and they have the job security – they can't really, and as much as they want to, they can sympathise, but they can't mm. empathise with what I'm going through. And that building that, having that community to lean on, and like like Chloe was saying, she contacted you, Ave, to be like, "Is this? Am I doing the right thing?" And yeah, I like, pretty much was obviously. just like, "Make the decision for yeah. me." <laughs> <laughs> and you know, there will be times when we are slower, like in winter mm. time. Uh, mm-hmm. There is no point to panic. I think every no. single stylist will be like, "Oh, you know, I'm not really busy. How I'm going to go?" Well. Take that time to recover, rest, mm-hmm. do something yeah. you enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. And see, believe me, you will be busy the yeah. following week. That's the times when I do enter competitions. Yep. Yes. Because then that's going to get my name out there mm-hmm. and get more recognition and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. But that's when you have time to do other yeah. things Agreed. too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Do photo shoots for your brand, like mm-hmm. for your business or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's what we've started yep. yes. doing. Yep. Yeah. And you don't need a professional camera or anything. Nope. You know, um, iPhone does good mm-hmm. work. Just make sure you have a good light and, yep. you know. And yep. studios as well are super like easy and cost effective to hire. I mm. think we, me and Chloe did one the other day, and I think it was thirty dollars an hour. Yeah, split that between us, that's fifteen dollars. It's amazing. And mm-hmm. what is lovely that you two support each other. You know, you I think that's the important as part as well. And the, I've never seen anyone as my competition no, either. Like, no, um, but I know it's a very um, mm. common mm. thing. People being like, "Oh, it's just a big toxic." But if you do ever feel I like don't that, feel. don't worry about that because me, Chloe and Ave are right here. DMs open, yeah. ready 100%. to FaceTime at a moment's notice. We're here. We like There are people out there who do want to see you succeed as well. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we're Women, the, the right women who, you know, they'll build you mm. the hell up. Mm-hmm. And the people who are beneath yes. you will try to bring you back down. Like stay away from those people exactly. because you want to be around people who will empower the shit out of you. Yeah, yeah. So true. Beautiful. <laughs> well, on that hype girl note, um, we are going to sign off this third and final episode um, with Ave here. So thank you so much for coming in, Ave. Um, if you haven't listened to the first two episodes, we've covered some super interesting topics um, and like with Ave's history and Glam Lash Pro and what's um, to come up in store. So make sure you head over there and listen to those episodes. And if we do have any more questions coming up, don't worry. Ave is just a phone call away and we can get her back in the studio to answer some more questions. So don't be scared to send those in to the podcast, which is fatchats.podcast on Instagram. Um, but Ave, if you want to plug your socials where people can find you. First of all, thank you everyone who has been um, supporting us and love our products and um, feel free to reach out any time you would like. I'm all an open book and always here mm-hmm. to help you. Um, my personal insca- Instagram uh, for my last work and education is lashmaker underscore Ave and for the products glam.lashpro. Beautiful. And then for Chloe and myself, you can find me at Asteria Aesthetics underscore underscore on Instagram. And I'm underscore Chloe's Beauty Suite underscore 
And also, if you go shop at glamlashpro.com, you can use code FATCHATS at checkout for a little discount. (laughs) Yes, 100%. We covered our favourite products in the episode number two, so head on over there if you want to know what to quickly just just quick add to to our Instagrams because it's all over it. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Thank you, girls. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming. (laughs) I enjoyed it. Thanks, ladies. Catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.